Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Yeah, do the voice. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Good morning, everyone. Got a better radio voice than I Good morning, everybody. L.A. listening to morning radio. Look at Key. So Jay not with us. Um, Jay is teaching Key a lesson. Stop calling him Jay Bob, or uh, he's just leaving us all by ourselves. No, Derek, I think he actually huh? is. I think he's calling a, a basketball game, college basketball. Indeed, he is. Derek Carr said goodbye to Raider Nation yesterday, and so on social media, Key and, and Raider Nation is a real thing. Everyone's like this nation, that nation, but like there are some national brands that have fans wherever you go. The Raiders are one of those brands. Like, Al Davis created a brand that is genuinely a national one. And in L.A., they're still the most popular pro football team, right? And they're not even in L.A. anymore and haven't been for quite some time. They've been in a couple different cities since the last time they were in L.A. They're still the number one team in L.A. And, and even though they haven't had success like the Rams have had, they don't have a quarterback like the Chargers have, right? I don't think they have a quarterback at they all. They don't have a quarterback <laughs> at all right now. That is the case. So, so he, he says goodbye, Key, and here's the question now that he's available. Which non-playoff team is a Derek Carr away from potentially winning a Super Bowl? There's some candidates, of course. New England Patriots, New York Jets, Washington can we just Commanders. Say, can we say win a playoff game? You said a Super Bowl. Can we just say a playoff game? To win a playoff game, I agree. Pats, Jets, Commanders, Colts, Titans. If Brady calls it quits, Tampa. Where do you think you like, if I had Derek Carr to that mix, they're going to make a playoff run. I, if I'm him, I'm not following Brady to Tampa because that's all bad. Yeah. I'm not going to Indianapolis because they just, whatever, they don't ran through three other old so-called veteran quarterbacks. Tennessee's probably in a re- going to be in a rebuilding situation. Um, Derrick Henry's getting old. I think they're going to try to do shake some stuff up there. Um, who else did you say? The Pats? That No, I don't, I don't necessarily see him being in New England because, you know, Belichick, Unless there's a different offensive coordinator, Belichick is speaking to Josh McDaniel, and he's already telling him what type of player he is. So that there, I like the Jets and all of them. The Jets got a good defense. All they need is a quarterback to complete 65% of his passes, throw for about 3,800, 4,000 yards, something like 27 and 10, 25 and 10, touchdown and interception rate, and they could win a playoff game. I completely agree. Derek Carr, to me, as a quarterback, checks every box. But he doesn't check them at a super high level. He just checks them, right? He's got size that, say, like a guy like Kirk Cousins doesn't have, right, who also checks certain boxes. He's mobile enough. He's not a statue. He has an arm. He's accurate enough. He can read defenses. He can And, and it, the one quality he may have that's exceptional is leadership because we saw that – during the whole Gruden situation, when Basaccia came in, Carr was a real leader, it seems, right? And, and that team rallied. 
when I, but he's not the kind of guy you bring in, and it's like we're going to make lemonade out of lemons. He needs a lot of stuff. I mean, most no. Do. no he, what he, what he, he's a quarterback that I like, that I would play with. Strong defense, strong running game, and all I need you to do is open the door, let him on the bus, drive it to the next stop, let him off. Drive to the next stop. Open the door. Not get him Patrick on. Mahomes. That, that I don't want him to be Patrick Mahomes. Right. But, but by the way, him. you with the quarterbacks you played with, if you had Derek Carr, you would have thought you died and went to heaven. Come on. <laughs> you know, well, I mean, you know, quarterbacks. I, I, yeah, but but you know, they, this is the type of guy that I would like. Of course, because I'm only I only need him to be uh, uh, 27 of. I mean, I need 27 attempts, completions at about 17. I need 250 yards and a touchdown. I need you to make a couple throws throughout the course of the game that puts us in a position to score points. I don't need you doing – I don't need him to be Patrick Mahomes. You want him to do what you want Dak Prescott to do. And they're similar in certain ways, right? Yes. I I totally agree with you, therefore, about the Jets. When I look at the Jets, and I think there's some urgency for the Jets. Like Some teams, they ought to draft a quarterback and this and that. But defenses – Do you think – do you think he could do what Brock Purdy's doing for San Francisco? Oh, yeah, plus. Brock, Brock Purdy plus. But, but no, I don't need him to do plus. Yeah. You know, I, no, I hear you. Right. Like, like yeah, Pur- Purdy's good. But my, my point is about the Jets is the defenses. To me, a defensive generation is five years. After about five years, there's going to be some guys on the defense that aren't the same. Like, you saw it with the Legion of Boom. I've seen it with the Giants a couple times. You see, like, the, the Ravens. You saw it with Baltimore. You might have that one piece that keeps the core of it together, like a Ray yeah. Lewis if he has a long career. Yeah. But it's usually about five years. and that, So that's year one already that they balled out, right? They got maybe three, four more years where you can expect the defense to still be this defense. You don't have time to bring in a young quarterback and try it again and fail again. And, and even if you succeed, development takes two or three. You need a veteran guy who can do all the things you need him to do because you got talent to unlock on the offense for sure, and you got a defense. Derek Carr fits the bill with the Jets. What a problem with you, – you, you mentioned a young quarterback. The problem with a young quarterback is a young quarterback is – they're not Trevor Lawrence. If you drop Trevor Lawrence in with the Jets, you know, it's a different story. You drop Justin Fields in, different story. You drop Justin Herbert in, different story. They dropped Zach Wilson in. They made a a classic blunder in evaluation. Whoever convinced Joe Douglas that that's the guy, whether it was him convincing himself or people around him convincing him, it was the wrong decision, clearly. Now Now you go get you a a seasoned veteran that's not over the hill to do exactly what you need done. I mean, that's kind of what we did in Tampa. We we went and got Brad Johnson that was a seasoned veteran but wasn't over the hill. And he did what he needed to do offensively, and the defense held up their end of the bargain, and we chipped in. Who's better, that's Derek what Carr right now or Brad Johnson then? <clears throat> um, I would probably I would probably say it's probably even. Mm-hmm. I'd probably say it was even. If we had Derek Carr from if we had Derek Carr this Derek Carr you could have done the on same that thing. Tampa Bay team, same thing. Yeah, that's I, see, I, 
I like Carr, too. Some guys grew on me. Like, Carr got out the gate quick. Oh, my God, he's, he's the most talented young quarterback outside of Andrew Luck. Remember that? And, and then it was like, uh, I don't know about this. And he wanted to fight me at one point because I said I thought he quit on the team, which – in retrospect, I, I would have fought blame. you too. Yeah, I, I don't blame. But him I would have actually, I would have actually fought you. Though. I wouldn't have just said it. I, We'd have gotten the octagon. Man, I'm right here. So, so, but, but, but the, but the main thing is this. <laughs> oh, the main thing is this, though. I don't blame him for that in retrospect, Key, because, because you know, when someone's just watching TV and I see body language and you make assumptions and da 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 da, and oh man, this team is terrible. He's packing it in. But what he showed since then is, man, this dude does not pack it in. This dude, no matter what, stays the course. So I understand, and I apologize for it too, um, and continue to because it was it, it was it wasn't the it was like flippant. It was too Look, quick, like kind of like a quick little one of these hot take, you know, BS things. But I'll say this: he's grown on me even as a player because I don't think. I've seen him not be inconsistent, right? If you give him a good, stable situation, he's a consistently good performer. That's what the Jets need. Look, man, when new coaches come in, they tend to want their own guys. Yeah. Right? They you, Typically, that's the way it works. Aaron Rodgers was bigger than Matt LaFleur. Matt LaFleur, could, he tried to get his own guy. And Jordan Love, how did that work out for him? Mm-hmm. Right? It didn't work because he's bigger than Matt LaFleur. Okay? Tom Brady stayed with Bill Belichick forever. Then he left to go to Tampa. Russell Wilson was drafted by Pete Carroll, so he stayed forever. Then all of a sudden, he goes to Denver because the coach wants his own guy. He wants a new guy. How did that work out for Hackett? He gets fired. So when you start to look at it, Josh McDaniels, was Derek Carr was never going to get the full 1,000% support because Josh McDaniel was looking for a reason to move on and do his own thing. I mean, that's just that's the way yeah. this sports world works at this position in particular. And it's now, funny. here's what I would say yeah, about the Jets. If I'm the Jets, I got a, a list. And that at the top of that list is a wish list. And I'm starting with Aaron Rodgers. If I can get him. And all bets are off. Yeah. yeah, we we good. Yeah, but that's a real possibility. By the way, I wouldn't just brush past that. It could happen. Yeah, but it, let's say we can't. So scratch that one off. Okay. Then cars right there. After him, scratch that one off. Then Daniel Jones, if he becomes a free agent, come down the street because we're near our stadiums. Is there? You don't have to move. All you got to do is change the. the I would take Jones box. before Carr if he was available. See, I wouldn't know. I, I would. Key, he's already shown. He think about what Carr. I would think about think about what Daniel Jones has been through in New York. How bad the teams were. How I many understand. coaching changes. How bad the media was on him. The whole thing. Never said the wrong thing. Never said the wrong thing. I, Never I, I alienated understand. his teammates. And and then but I'm this is what for, he winds up doing. Still with no receivers. For, I'm looking for a seasoned veteran. He is. And he is at the key at this point. He is. I need a seasoned veteran. I need a. Uh, 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 a little team. more time in the a, game. A little more time. I need a, a a guy like Derek Carr who can rally the troops, like get in the huddle. You know, one of those guys. You need that on that side of the ball. You got a young offense, so you need a seasoned veteran dude that eyeballs aren't gonna pop out of his head if he gets hit too hard. Um, but those are the three that I'm chasing right there in that order. 
I agree. And then from there, I don't know what else is available. I mean, I'd flip, I'd flip Carr and Jones, but I get your logic, and, and I agree. You're only flipping Jones because you're a Giants fan. No, no, no. Well, yes, Giants. that is true, but that's be- because I'm a Giants fan. I've watched him very closely this year. I don't think people know how good he's been. He's, he a, good, been he's really a good quarterback. Good I don't year. think he's better than Derek Carr, though. I don't. With Derek Carr, think about it. Garrett Wilson, uh, Elijah Moore. <sighs> who else they got over there at the uh, – uh, uh, receiver position. My dude from um, was complaining he's not getting enough uh, looks. Yeah, no, that was Elijah Moore. Oh, that was Elijah Moore. Yeah, it, it's yeah. The, the Davis. Uh, whether or not they, they keep Davis, who came over from Tennessee, I don't know based on his cap backs. number. Or whether or not they got running backs. Oh, they got. A uh, lot. Yeah, they got some stuff, man. Yeah, so man. that might be one. Robert Sala, and they just fired uh, Mike. Laf- well, not fired or whatever. They let him go or whatever it was. However you want to say it. Here's the question. Now, I'm not going to ask this question. No, no, I'm not asking this question. Yeah, ask it. You want to hear what we want? To yeah, hear well, I want to hear what he's got to say. Because <laughs> anytime they whisper in your ear and not mine, something's wrong. No, no, it's on the screen. Would oh, a loss okay. to the Dolphins make this season a failure for the Bills? <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and answer that in the affirmative right now. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Diana Rossini, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, coming to you live from above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. We're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Diana Rossini claims that she gave birth three months ago. <laughs> I am calling BS. There is no... Key, I've been trying to get this little last bit of gut off me for, I don't know, months and months and months now. What the, the, and when I didn't did give birth do, three when, months ago. Look at this. Yeah, when, when did you give birth then? Because what are you talking about? The point looks, is, he always the point is it's hard enough. Yeah, but it's hard enough to have, a, to, to, get the, to have a flat stomach if you don't give birth. How is this possible? This is why Man, I come on this show. Please. Great, great genes and oh. working out and eating right. Max, try that. For the gene part, too late, but try to working out. And, <laughs> you know, you know. What? It's, it's true. Late. I've been watching Max just hound down this. I think it's like a bacon, egg, and cheese. I don't even know what it is. And as he's sitting here asking Guilty. me about my diet, I'm like, well. I've been up since maybe. four in the morning. I, I guess know. three hours with no food. You're talking to somebody who wakes up every two hours to feed their child. So I have yeah. no sympathy for you, my friend. Man. Right, I've done that three <laughs> times, by the way. All right, Max, you're getting ready to get in trouble. Look, I- <laughs> I know you guys all, you know, you guys all have more than one child. And, yeah. and I had my little Mikey last year, and you guys were all so supportive about being a new mom, and you kept talking about how wonderful it is. And then I had Joey, and now I feel like I'm in the club with you guys of, this is hard. Yeah. 
This is crazy, and, and I was not prepared for it. But What's the age difference? They're uh, 14 months apart. Yeah, I had a brother so. like that. Irish twins, yeah. Yeah, so um, I'm done, though. So this was a, <laughs> this was a fun two years. Uh, so it is really, really good to be back. And I never in a million years thought that I would think of work as a vacation. But I am truly on vacation right now because this is <laughs> yes. so much easier than sitting home with those kids. Meantime, uh, we got the Bills and the Dolphins oh. coming up. And, look, I mean, obviously, with Tua's concussions and everything, it takes a little uh, steam off of any chance the Dolphins had to beat the Bills anyway. But I imagine there's enormous pressure on Buffalo and Josh Allen right now, Diana, because the DeMar Hamlin situation, and they have this cause bigger than themselves, and every bit of news we're getting from, from that situation has been good since the event, and the Bills were favored preseason anyway, et cetera, et cetera. How is it around Buffalo after a week that saw many, so many highs and lows? Well, let's just start with the positive in, in Buffalo, which is it, it's, it's back to normal there, right, which they haven't been able to say in over a week. I was up there all last week and obviously at the game against the New England Patriots at home, and everything felt like they were cramming for a test preparing for New England just because the schedule was just so off on top of the fact that they're dealing with all these different emotions. And head coach Sean McDermott is, is certainly one of the, the, the biggest creatures of habit. They all are. All athletes are. We know that. But, but per, he is per, in particular. Uh, so just the fact that they're back to just doing the normal things they do during the week is helpful. And honestly, on top of that, they have such great news, right? So you could really look at it in two ways, though, Max. Either – they're going to be coming off this spectacular win against the New England Patriots and DeMar Hamlin home now uh, and recovered, only, you know, trying to get back to 100%. And you could look, you could easily see them being exhausted by all of that, right? Because that was a tremendous week of emotion. Um, but you could also see them being locked in. And, and But going back to, to your prediction of this Buffalo Bills team, you know, when you summarized this entire year for them in terms of the expectation – you have to believe this. This season, no matter how good it's been at times, will be a failure if they're not able to beat the Miami Dolphins this weekend without a Tua. Well, if that happens, then yes. <laughs> I don't know that that would happen, given the fact that there's a lot of energy, and you know this, die up in, in Buffalo right now. And they, it, they're, on a, they're on a mission. This is a team that I look at and I go, I find myself rooting for even though in the beginning of the season I wasn't, I was like too much hype. Now I'm like all in on them winning the Super Bowl because of the events that occurred over the last several months in Buffalo. I find myself being a, a, a Buffalo Bill fan, especially for this um, season. Who do you think, what matchups in this particular game? the fans and in, in me and Max and yourself should keep an eye on. Yeah, I agree with you, though. They, they have they've certainly become sort of America's team, right? Last yeah. weekend, especially I, with the exception of those, uh, you know, rabid Patriots fans. I think every single person uh, in the country was rooting for the Buffalo Bills. And that's going to just continue now that they, that they were able to overcome what they did. But in terms of what we're going to see this weekend, I mean, you've got these top corners going up against some of the best receivers in football right now, right? You have Tredavious White, who's, you know, his job is going to be able to stop Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell, right? On the other side, you, you know, you have Stefan Diggs uh, and Xavier Rhodes. You have really 
to me, that that's going to be the part of the game that, that you're going to want to keep an eye on. And just one, in terms of just enjoyment, but also you're going to see some of the best out there uh, going up against each other. And, and this is where I think we're, we're going to see the game determined. Yeah, that's uh, those matchups are, yeah. And, and of course, it's, it's harder to be a really good receiver when the guy throwing you the ball is not a really good quarterback. Yes. And so that, because otherwise, there's no stopping Ty, Tyreek Hill. I don't care who you put at him, yeah. but this makes that matchup even more intriguing because. Who are you Tyreek, telling, a Max? Something, a little something <laughs> is taken off, right? right? Yeah, right. Yeah, and he'll tell you all about yeah. that. <laughs> no, no, and it's unfortunate because, you know, I would have loved to have seen this game yes. with Tua in it. It makes it just so much more, it's, it just makes it so much better. And. You know, just going back to to Buffalo, this is the first time all season they have back-to-back 1 o'clock games at home. You know, we talk about just that fan base and what the atmosphere is like. Uh, You know, and I've obviously covered games at Arrowhead. I've covered games at the Superdome. Uh, You know, we all know Bill's Mafia is is special. And to have, again, another um, schedule advantage for them, a 1 o'clock game at home again, you know, we talk about momentum coming into the playoffs and being in the playoffs. This, this, this is set up for the Bills to be in just a really good position. Diana, you covered. It. I know you, we got to let you get out of here in a minute. You you've covered this league for a very long time, and and so you know pretty much everybody and what their pulse is and what they're thinking and all these sort of things. There's a Sean Payton sighting. Not only in California, not only in Denver, not only in Carolina, but all the 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 wish list is Sean Payton for all the vacancies. What's the latest on him outside of Denver? Yeah, so you have to figure every organization that's looking for a head coach is is in talks with 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 coach, and and he's somebody that has a list of things that he's looking for, and one of those things is he wants a quarterback. Right, he he's not going to go to a place that is rebuilding. He's going to want to go in there and and have some talent, especially after we saw uh, life without Drew Brees. What how difficult that was for him. So uh, you know, you you look at all the teams that are in search, um, and 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 Sean Payton is also a type that's going to want a lot of power and a lot of control. So you're going to need a GM that's going to be willing to give him that, or perhaps maybe an organization that doesn't even have a GM yet, like the Arizona Cardinals, who we know are in search for one. So Arizona is definitely one of those spots I got. I have my eye on. And I, I'm, I'm not going to turn the page on New Orleans just yet. I think that is, that, that is always going to be on the table for, for Coach Payton. And, and who knows, maybe this could be a situation where he could convince Tom Brady to join him. Uh, you know, there's been lots of talk around the league about Payton wanting to to, to work with Tom Brady, what, what better opportunity than now than to go back to New Orleans and bring Brady what you, with what, him? What do you what do you think if the Chargers situation opens up? They go out there and get blitzed by Jacksonville, and on Monday, he's relieved of Staley's relieved of his duties. What do you think about the Chargers opportunity? I, I think it's going to be whether or not if the Chargers want him. It could be one of those situations too, right? A lot of these owners are very uh, particular about the type of head coaches they want in there. In terms of that roster, it, it certainly makes a lot of sense. If Sean Payton wants a quarterback, I, I think we can all agree here that Justin Herbert is without a doubt one of the best quarterbacks. Um, I know I know you love Jimmy, Max, but um, I'm going to give Justin <laughs> Herbert the nod on that one. I think Justin Herbert may be a little so. bit better. Than <laughs> I'm glad so to see Brock you. Purdy you've for you, that matter, you've that grown better. over the three months I've been out, so oh, that's yeah, good I've to see. You still in love with Jimmy? You still in love with him? I just He's underrated. 
Um, although Brock Purdy's not doing him any favors at the moment. No, he's not. That offense obviously can operate with whoever. Well, there. no, actually, it didn't. Only Brock Purdy and Jimmy Garoppolo, even Trey Lance. No one can run it except those two guys. <laughs> yeah. Diana Rossini, ladies and gentlemen, she's covering the Bills and Dolphins this weekend. Congratulations. I haven't had a, time, a chance to congratulate you. you. Congratulations, and we will talk to you soon. No Lamar. How do the Ravens keep it close, let alone pull off the upset against the Bengals? Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. A loss for words? Not here. Fill in the blank. All right, time to play fill in the blank. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Nuno? All right, we've been talking about these games, so quick question. The 49ers will lose if... The 49ers will lose if Brock Purdy all of a sudden make a turn for the worst, turns the ball over, starts to do things, ill-advised decisions that he shouldn't be making. 49ers will win if Geno Smith plays one of his better games of the season because he's played at a pretty high level, and and they keep the score down. Seattle could nip him late. All right, the Bills will lose if – if they play down to the competition, they'll they'll lose. If they play down to the competition, uh, the Miami Dolphins will beat them. The Bills will lose if hell freezes over, but it is cold in Buffalo, so like we'll see. All right, or the- if it all of a sudden becomes one hundred and ten. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. Not if hell freezes over. All right. Fill <laughs> yes, in the blank. It warms up. Fill in the blank. The Giants will win if they control Jamar Jefferson. If they somehow take him out of that game, and make them one-dimensional with Dalvin Cook, the Giants will win that game. The Giants will win if the universe wants me to be happy. Uh, I, I think they have to play as keywords. Let me do, let me do Keyshawn. Solid and sound football. Daniel Jones, don't turn the ball over. Drop back 23 times. Complete 17 passes. You know, throw one in, run one in, Giants win the game. You're saying the Giants will win if they do it their way, Max? Giants will win. If they, hold on, let me get this on ESPN2 and ESPNU. Our way. Our way, not their way. Our way. 
Can't you see the shirt? All right. <laughs> the Vikings will lose if fill in the blank. The Vikings will lose only if the Giants go in there and run wild with Saquon Barkley. If Barkley can go duplicate some of the same things that he did against them the first time around, they'll win this game. Yeah, agreed. And it also keeps um, it, it keeps the tempo the way the Giants want it and the defense, or, the, or the, rather the Minnesota offense, off the field. So, yeah, 100% Barkley. The Ravens will win – if, fill in the blank. If Lamar Jackson shows up and basically bamboozled everybody to believe that he wasn't going to play. I don't think, I don't think that they're going to win this football game because simply Lamar's out and they have an issue at the quarterback position. Whew. The Ravens will win if. I guess if Huntley can go and plays the game of his life, I guess that would give them a shot, man. I, I think, I think the Ravens will win if the Bengals just play their worst game of the year, right? Then the Ravens could win. All right, and fill in the blank. The Bengals will lose if. What does that worst game look like? I think that if the Bengals will lose if the Ravens' defense all of a sudden come to play at a whole nother level, and they get after, they get after Joe Burrow, they double-team and isolate Jamar Chase and make them basically throw the football to somebody else outside of Chase, I think that's how they, they win this game. Yeah, I just I think, I think Joe Burrow's going to have to turn the ball over a bunch of times, right? We saw Burrow, um, at the, the offensive line last year had a problem protecting him, something like that. If Joe Burrow winds up taking five sacks, turns the ball over two, three times, the Ravens can win the game. So there it is. I don't see that happening. Now watch, Key. Watch Miami pop them and, and Baltimore pop them, right? Like, NFL is stupid like that, man. You get some results sometimes you just don't see coming. Dave in Maryland, 888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776. Where's the best landing spot for David, for David, for Derek Carr? What's going on, fellas? Uh, to me, it's, it's pretty obvious. It's the commanders. Uh, if you look at this the situation here of their roster – They've got a Pro Bowl in Terry McLaurin. Dotson played well. Uh, they've got two good running backs in Robinson and Gibson. The defense is solid with Young and Allen and Sweat. And you you put a solid quarterback on that roster. And when you talk about the Jets being an option, you know I would challenge you to say that I think the Commanders roster is just a little bit better. And you know I just feel like that if you if for me, if it was also Carr's choice, why would I want to go against Josh Allen for the next five, six, seven years? And Miami Dolphins are going to be solid, you know. Whereas the East, obviously, the Eagles are ascending, but you know, Dallas seems a little bit sketchy. I just, to me, I think the Derek NFC Carr makes East a total is the best. Month. It's the best division in football. You yeah, have three I'm, teams if, go why, to the playoffs. Why, would I, why he, would I want to go to the NFC East, and why would I want to play for the Commanders? when the commanders have tried the veteran quarterback stuff already. They've had Alex Smith, okay? They've had now, then they went out and got Carson Wentz. Uh, Heineke's there, whatever, he's been in the fold. But they've tried that. The New York Jets have yet to try the veteran quarterback under this regime. So that's why I say, that's why I say if, if, if I'm the Jets or if I'm Carr, I'm eyeing down the Jets. New England is whatever, 
We know Miami probably is going to deal with another quarterback situation. Now, Miami's a good football team, but they're not at the top where New England is, I mean, where Buffalo is. And if they get Carr in the fold in New York for the Jets, it, it'll, change, it'll change completely that division. I don't it'll get the argument that change. the NFC East is easy. The NFC East, every team but the Commanders is in the playoffs. And also, at least the Eagles and the Giants both seem to be trending up. Like, their futures look bright. The Jets, on the other hand, you can say what you want about the Commanders roster. The Jets have Quinn and Williams, Sauce Gardner. Like, they have guys on defense that are a little different. That are that are game wreckers. That are shut down they got, guys. They got young receivers. They got young, young receivers. I'm Hall, just right. I'm just Brees on the Hall defense. come back off injury. People forget when he before he got injured, he was on his way. Yes, the Jets have a lot of talent. I'm with you. Kevin. And they just got rid of the offensive coordinator. So they're telling you right there that we need to do something on the offensive side of the ball. Although I know the Commanders got rid of Turner, but this is a different situation. So we were asking, you know. Fill in the blank if. What would happen for the Dolphins to beat the Bills? That ain't going to happen. What happens if the Ravens, how can they beat the Bengals? Ain't going to happen. But it does lead to this question. Who has more pressure on them this weekend, considering they're at this point such huge favorites? The defending AFC champion Bengals or the would-be team of destiny Buffalo Bills? Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Hey, hey, Buffalo. Hey, hey, Buffalo. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Taking the bills. You can't go out of Buffalo with a third-string quarterback and think you're going to win against a team on a mission. This is a would-be a monumental upset in the cold weather, traveling. They haven't done well in either recently, and now they don't have two uh, bills all day. Bill's got a lot of pressure on him, Key. Like yeah, on that song, hand, no, going to lift that pressure off of him, though. <laughs> well, Max, the, if you was ever inside this stadium when <laughs> yeah, they was rolling yeah, yeah, yeah. with Jim Kelly and Thurman and in that group when they played this, you knew it was a wrap for you. You just knew they it was like, ain't nothing we could do. straight Super Bowls. They couldn't win it, but they and came that close. whole stadium was going crazy when I was young, when I was playing them like in the 90s. Oh, my God. And you look like there's Bruce Smith and Jim Kelly and Thurman Thomas and Andre Reid. And Tally and Kel, oh, it was just in that song. You look up at the scoreboards, you're like, uh oh. Yeah, well, this is a wrap. <laughs> no, it ain't gonna happen. Too deep. Too deep. Yeah. Key, you know, uh, Marcellus Wiley used to tell me, my old broadcast partner, and we all worked uh, together at uh, 710 ESPN in LA. <laughs> um, he used to tell me that, that, that there's so, like, playing in Buffalo was different than anywhere else because he was in Dallas for a minute and San Diego yeah. with the Chargers because it's, the whole town is well, it's like planning Buffalo and Green Bay are right. very similar in that. It's it's like a college town. Like, it's just that little stadium or, or a big stadium, so to speak, in that little town and one road. And, and, and the, every time you what go into the, the road, stadium. It's always you on the one road. 
Because it's no, that's what happens. It's just one road, and the road has rocks and mud, and because they got to put the rocks and the salt down for the snow, and it's all muddy, you know. And that's the way it is in Green. Well, it may be different in Green Bay now, and maybe even in Buffalo, the infrastructures have changed so much. But back then, that's the way it was. Yeah, and, and he, all you saw was the lights. He he was ta- he used to talk about like when you go to cash your check at the bank. You know, back then it was different. He's like the problem, in Buffalo, check? the problem in Buffalo or deposit your check, whatever. The problem in Buffalo is if you didn't win that week, man, the teller doesn't even want to do, like, do anything for it. You know what I mean? Like, it's like that. Yeah, they're going to pull the thing down. You walk up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't be when you win. But like that, I imagine that, lo- you know, there's an expression, all politics is local. Right. Like there's there's a, a feeling around that team, I imagine, where, man, after what happened, after all the preseason hype, because let's back it up. Way like back every year, they took a step close. They drafted a strong young kid with a big arm and the legs, and he should play up in those conditions, right? And and then they get him his receiver, and every year he's getting better, and every year, and then he gets to that slugfest with the Chiefs, and after that, it's like they changed the rules so everyone touches the ball now in the overtime because of that, and it just feels like they're built to beat the the Chiefs, and now they're built to beat everyone every year, it's closer and closer. This was supposed to be the year. They're the favorites. And then they beat the Chiefs in Kansas City. And then the DeMar Hamlin thing happens. And he comes out of it. And he's, yeah. did we win is the first thing he says. And it's like a Disney movie, right? But they, but I imagine that is, after everything we just said, enormous pressure on about, this team. And think about this. After everything that went on over the last several months in Buffalo, now they're in the playoffs. They win their playoff games they're supposed to. They meet up against Kansas City in Atlanta's Mercedes-Benz Dome, indoors, out of the cold Kansas City weather, out of the cold Buffalo weather, indoors, they win. They now go to Arizona indoors, great weather, the whole deal, and they go on and they win the Super Bowl. Everything is aligned perfectly for them. But the more we say that, the more we tell the story, the more we talk about the town of Buffalo rallying around the team, how they're America's team, the more you set it up that way, the more pressure there is to win. And now they're facing a Miami team with no Tua. It's a different type of pressure, though, right? Because pressure seems, when you say pressure, it seems to have a negative connotation to it. This pressure for the Bills is is different. I don't know how – it's a positive pressure, so yeah. to speak. You I, don't run, how to, I don't know how no, to no, say you're that. You're right, but that, what I'm getting at is that kind of tidal wave of goodwill and feeling, it feels like they're being swept up in it and they're riding that. But you said something – one of the things you said I, that has stuck with me on this show, and it was early on when I was on the show, you were talking about when that ball is in the air and you're all by yourself, right? This is you, – you're <laughs> – that it, it, you're thinking like there's a long time, right? And you're oh, thinking that thing, that thing is in the air forever. You're thinking like I cannot drop this ball, right? I must catch this ball. That's what it feels like to me. They're yeah. they're running that, they're streaking down toward, and the and it's a beautiful pass, and it's all set up. At some point, now you were the type of dude who was able to block that out or fuel yourself or whatever. But there are some dudes who drop that ball because it was too much. Right? Yeah, but I don't. But I don't sense that for them. I don't sense that for them because they got big time playmakers on the offensive side of the ball. That's just not something that I, I don't feel that there's something that they even 
put themselves in that mindset. You know, when Stephon Diggs ran down the field, his hands aren't turning trying to figure out how to catch it. He already knows. <laughs> Some of it's technique. <laughs> it's just, yeah. you know, it's so easy. Right. And the ball is so pretty. There's other guys, though, when that ball is in the air, they panic. And you see it with defensive backs. When the ball is in the air for a long time, that's why DBs get flags. They fall down because that thing is in the air forever, and they get to panic it. See, that's and then all I mean. of a sudden, it's over. You know, this is what – this is what um, the phenomenon of hypnosis is based on, Key, that the imagination is stronger than the will, right? Like that people's imaginations, you have to have so much discipline not to let the negative outcome in an imagination, you know, pop in there, right? And that's what I mean. The analogy for me with the Bills is that ball is in the air and it's a beautiful pass, and now the Bills got to catch that thing. And some for some people, that's the hardest thing to do and I agree with you. It doesn't feel to me like there's some negative stuff going on with the team, do, but I still you, imagine there's pressure. Do you think they're going to see Kansas City in a championship game? No. If you had to be bet, a betting man, do you think they'll see Kansas City in a championship game? No, I think the Bengals are going to be in the championship game again. So you think the Bengals have enough to go – I don't know. i got I got to look at the seating. But you think they have enough to go into Buffalo or Kansas City – and win? I do. You know what it is? The re, it's the reason I like Burrow so much. There's something wrong with him, man. There's something wrong with Joe. Joe Burrow just believes he is that dude, and and so like it's a self fulfilling prophecy. And then Jamar hey, chasing these Buffalo, dudes. It's a lot. Hey, hey, Buffalo. You like Buffalo? You think they're gonna do it? I, I'm, I'm a Buffalo guy right now. For the I next month, I'm a Buffalo guy. I, I think everyone is right. He has more pressure. Hey, hey, Buffalo. Derek Carr, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.